BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes film.com to get tickets now. This is a transformative time for black America. Our income is at an all-time high, and the opportunity for economic empowerment is unprecedented. It's not just about dreaming anymore. It's about turning those dreams into reality by creating blueprints for generational wealth. Prudential has a remarkable history of supporting communities and institutions that have been overlooked for far too long. For instance, they've pledged a staggering $1 billion to programs, partners, and initiatives focused on historically excluded communities. Build your financial blueprint today at prudential.com slash blueprints. All right, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Let's Talk Movies podcast. I'm your host, Brian Drolet. Let's begin. Now, I know I said I was going to have a guest this week, my friend, comedian Ben Morrison, but our schedules didn't quite align So, I'm giving you more of the latest movie news, and next week, I promise, I will have a human being chatting with me about movies, but until then, let's get to the movie news. Now, this weekend, Cocaine Bear was one of the most successful releases, making $23 million, more than it was projected. I actually went to go see Cocaine Bear, but... I live in Los Angeles where we're currently having end of times, biblical weather type of rain downpouring on us every day. And believe it or not, when I got to the theater, there was a blackout. That's right. Apparently the theater had been struck by lightning. Maybe it was the cocaine bear getting in the back by the wires. I don't know. But I did not get to see this bear. I was very upset. I thought the movie looked absolutely hilarious. It's actually one of the first huge comedies to come out in theaters in a really long time. Everybody's afraid to do comedy nowadays, scared of who they'll offend, if it will sit well with the public. Nobody wants to get canceled. So I was really excited to see a big uh, blockbuster type of movie off a ridiculous topic, but it's based off true events, okay? This is a real story that happened, and obviously they're taking some comedic liberty, I'm sure, with the movie. It was directed by Elizabeth Banks, who I'm pretty sure also did the Pitch Perfect um, 
movies. Uh, really talented actress, clearly a talented director, so good for her. The movie was such a success, in fact, they're even thinking about doing a sequel, uh, Cocaine Shark. Yes, that's true, and it's based off a real story uh, that I think happened in like Australia or something, where there was actual cocaine that got in the water, and I don't know, the sharks got high. But they're thinking about doing a sequel to that, and in fact, they're not the only... Um, people looking to capitalize on the success. Apparently the studio Asylum, which is a studio that kind of pumps out low budget, kind of um, cheesy, you know, movies. They're responsible for the Sharknado uh, franchise starring Ian Ziering, who used to be in my acting class. Shout out to Ian Ziering. Um, but yeah, so they're thinking about doing Attack of the Meth Gator. <laughs> I mean, Come on, I'm not gonna lie, I, I would have to watch. I mean, I gotta see this gator who's on meth. Can you imagine? There's sharks and tornadoes, there's gators on meth. Asylum Studios is gonna turn that around quick. They're known for making their movies fast and putting it out. After all, they wanna capitalize on the popularity of Cocaine Bear. So what do you guys think? Are you excited for Attack of the Meth Gator? You wanna go see Cocaine Shark? Have you seen Cocaine Bear? I could be telling you guys what I thought of Cocaine Bear right now, but the damn power outages. I'm gonna try again this week. But let's move along with our movie news. Uh, new images from the latest uh, Mission Impossible movie uh, shows that they are doing aerial stunts like in Top Gun. So I guess, you know, Tom Cruise was like, look, people like me up in an airplane, up in the air. Let's throw that into this Mission Impossible, which, by the way, I hear it's very possible this mission, so I'm sure they're going to they're gonna be successful. Andy Serkis, the director of Venom, Let There Be Carnage, was recently interviewed, and he revealed that in the famous post credit scene in Venom, Let There Be Carnage at the end, when Eddie Brock's world collides with the current Spider-Man's world, Tom Holland was actually supposed to be in the scene. So he said it was a little unclear just how much these worlds would interact, but clearly the fans want it. Venom shifts back over to Marvel's control, I believe, in the near future, just like the X-Men characters. So we're going to be seeing a lot more of Venom and Tom Holland, hopefully in the next Spider-Man movie, which should be coming out soon. I know they just started writing the script. Hard to imagine that they didn't start writing the script before now. I mean, the movies make so much money, you would think right after the other one releases, they say to the writers, all right, guys, we got 10,000 gallons of coffee. Let's get to writing. We got billions of dollars to make. But Circus did say there are definitely plans to bring Venom and Spider-Man together. We're going to have to wait for phase six of the Marvel Universe. To keep it in Andy Circus news, he also revealed that he was originally mocked for playing the role of Gollum in the Lord of the Rings franchise. There were even Saturday Night Live sketches where people had ping pong balls on them. Other actors said, I will never be caught dead doing motion capture. It's the end of our profession as we know it. So he got a lot of heat for playing his role in Gollum. But hey, listen, everybody knows my precious... It's famous now, so clearly he did something right. The character still creeps me out to these to, the character still creep me out to this day. What did you guys think of Gollum? The Hobbit was actually the first book I ever read as a kid. I know this is Lord of the Rings, same world. Uh, 
and it has Gollum as well, but it was actually the first book I ever read as a kid that I didn't have to read because the teachers made me. I remember that book just pulled me in and I thought Gollum was so creepy. So even if you perform in a role and you get mocked by your peers, little do they know, hey, a lot of people love it and guaranteed that guy's getting residuals for the rest of his life. Every time he gets a check, he's like, my precious, let's go to the club. Imagine Gollum in a club. <laughs> I bet you a lot of people in strip, strip clubs are probably like that with strippers. Come over here, my precious. I have something for you. Come to the dark shadows. Okay, I gotta stop doing that. Let's move on. There's a hilarious video going around online, and that's because the DCU has their new Superman. Sort of. Uh, it's Jack Black in a video. Uh, it's really funny. You guys gotta check it out. Um, so, Jack Black's video, he's campaigning to be the new Superman. James Gunn even responded saying this information was not supposed to be revealed until San Diego Comic-Con. So who knows? Maybe we'll get a Jack Black Superman. Hey, I'm all for it. Hefty Superman? Why not? He can be super thick, you know? Thick is in, baby. James Cameron just revealed teasers of his nomadic Navi tribe that is coming to his Avatar sequels. It is a nomadic tribe that travels to Pandora. So I'm sure these nomads are gonna be bringing with them plenty of new controversy. Let's just hope it doesn't take 13 years for these sequels to come out. And for the studios, let's hope they don't cost $500 billion. So it was just revealed that Courtney Cox actually petitioned to be cast in the Scream franchise. She wrote a letter to Wes Craven. She's like, look, I know I'm normally known as the girl next door, and I play the nice girl on all these sitcoms, but actually I can be quite a bitch. <laughs> so uh, that's how she ended up getting cast. She was just forthright. She's like, look, if you don't cast me, I'm going to leave a bag of poop on your doorstep. I'm going to call you up. When you answer, I'm going to hang up because Wes Craven, I can be quite a bitch. So even when you're a big star on a TV sitcom like Friends, you still got to put in that extra effort. You got to let the directors know, hey, you don't cast me, I'm going to mess with you, okay? I'm going to make your life like Friday the 13th, Wes Craven. So you got to put in the extra effort, even when you're the big stars like Courtney Cox, who petitioned Wes Craven to get that role. And, you know, here we are like 20 years later and she's still playing the role. So clearly it was a good idea. So, Amanda Seyfried of Mean Girls fame is in the news because there's an upcoming Mean Girls musical. Uh, I actually have quite the connection to the Mean Girls cast. I was staying at the pool house of Lindsay Lohan's assistant and best friend when I first moved to California. Lindsay and I actually share the same birthday, July 2nd, fun fact. Uh, I also went on a comedy tour with Daniel Franzese, who was also uh, in Mean Girls. Um, I opened for him on a college uh, comedy tour. Shout out to Daniel. Uh, also know Jonathan Bennett, uh, just from over the years through Mutual Friends. And so, you know, I'm connected to this cast and they, they want to be in the musical. And Amanda Seyfried was, I think that's how you say her name, not totally sure. But she was in the news because her idea, which made people feel really old, was why don't they play the mothers of the Mean Girls? Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. 
Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes film.com to get tickets now. That's right, people. It's 2023. We're all aging faster than we'd like to admit. Uh, But those Mean Girls characters, you might still feel like you're same age as them, but we're all older now. There's some gray in this beard if you zoom in, or you don't even have to zoom in. But uh, maybe they'll play the mothers, which some people love the idea, and some people are like, oh my god, you're making me feel old, Amanda. But I'm sure they all still look great. Fantastic. So hopefully they'll get a chance to appear in this musical uh, just goes to show you, you know, how iconic movies can be that, you know, 20 years later, the movie is still going, there's still a huge fan base, and there's a musical coming out, so stay tuned. So, Tom Cruise, who I mentioned Mission Impossible earlier, he uh, also was quoted as saying he's finally uh, considering slowing down as far as doing his own stunts. How will that his, affect his movies? I don't know. But he said, look, I've been writing stories and sketches and doing my own stunts and super involved with every part of the process my entire life. So it's kind of like an athlete, you know, when LeBron James has to retire, it's going to be tough. This is his life. This is what he knows. But sadly, you know, I think he's 60 now, getting up there. It's going to get harder and harder to hang from the side of airplanes while they fly, uh, to rock climb and hang from the side of a cliff. Tom Cruise, as he gets older, he's going to have to kind of shift into mission. Uh, Very possible. (laughs) This mission is going to get completed. There's no doubt about it. Mission, definitely going to get completed. Coming to theaters this winter. 
Ryan Johnson, the director for Glass Onion, uh, was in the news recently. There's a trend going on right now. Streamers are just canceling TV shows after a season or a few episodes, and they're canceling movies abruptly, which is terrifying if you're a creator because you put so much work, so much time, so much energy into these things. Imagine making 10 episodes of a show, and after four episodes, they're like, eh, we're going to cancel it. Millions of dollars, thousands of hours of hard work, all your time and energy, yeah, we're going to cancel it. Imagine how tough that is to have the other six episodes just sitting there, and legally, they can't even just put it out for people to watch because the streamer that's canceling it owns it. So it's a horrifying, terrifying notion that everything you're creating might not ever get seen. And... He was quoting specifically saying, it's been horrifying. He said, the fact is it's becoming common practice and it's awful. He said, in the history of this business, there's just been an evolution of horrible, terrible things. And as a creator, you just have to live with it and hope that whatever you're creating will find its audience. How many times do things come out and they bomb when they come out in theaters, but then they become a cult classic on DVD? Like that movie, Grandma's Boy. Um... But there's a lot of movies like that. Even Ace Ventura, Pet Detective, one of my favorite movies, bombed at the box office, became a huge hit once it came out on DVD. DVD used to be a huge market after movies came out. Now it's a lot harder to make money because a lot of times with these streaming services, you'll just get an upfront chunk of money that you take because, hey, now your thing's going to get seen, but you're not getting paid for every viewing of it. So it's really hard. It's getting harder and harder for creators and filmmakers to make money with their content. And it's terrifying when they can just pull the plug on you and cancel whatever you create without you even realizing it. You can be on set like, all right, lights, action, and we're canceled. What? Oh, okay. Uh, guess we don't need this shot. <laughs> so it was recently revealed that director Jason Eisner uh, was actually, he pitched a really violent Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movie. He pitched this five years ago. It was going to be really gritty, really violent, and one of the stars of it was going to be Casey Jones. And the actor that was going to play Casey was Joe Man... Man... Manginello. Manginello. <laughs> Man, I am not saying that name correctly. Manginello. Man, that's hard to say. Well, now I got it. Man, Mangianello, Mangianello, Mangianello. Um, but anyway, he was supposed to play Casey Jones, and uh, it was the project that almost happened but never did. Do you guys? I don't know how I feel. I love the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, but like a super violent, dark Ninja Turtles. I don't know. I kind of love the fun humor thrown in there with the turtles. It'd be hard to imagine them just dark. Uh, but I don't know. What do you guys think? Would you have liked that? Apparently, Mangianello uh, was Flash Thompson in Sam Raimi's Superman, or excuse me, Sam Raimi's Spider-Man. I don't remember that. Um, I'd have to go back and watch, but that's interesting to know. He was also very briefly Deathstroke in the DCEU, I believe in the Suicide Squad movies. Um, and Mangianello also lost the role of Superman to Henry Cavill. That's interesting to know. I don't see him as Superman personally. Uh, but hey, he was apparently in the running, so good for him. Um, he did say that losing the rule, he did say that losing the role of Superman, uh, sent him into months of depression. It was a really hard, 
uh, to not get that role. And I can imagine if you're close to getting Superman and you don't get it, that's got to be tough. Uh, it's got to be a hard pill to swallow. But hey, again, you were in the running for Superman. That's pretty cool. Lucy Fry, a stunt woman who was in Will Smith's Netflix movie Bright, which came out many years ago, uh, was pissed off. She said she did all these backflips and crazy stunts in the movie, but with some choppy editing, they completely ruined it. So she wasn't, you know, very happy. And that's something we don't think about very often when we watch these movies. We give all the credit to the actors and the directors, but these stunt people break their backs, literally sometimes, to be able to do these stunts so that we make these actors look like superheroes. So she wasn't very pleased with the choppy editing. And I, you know, that's got to be frustrating if you're doing backflips and putting yourself in danger. And then you see the edit and you're like, oh, there was only three seconds of my elbow in that shot. You guys, you guys somehow missed when I jumped over that car. Huh. Great edit, though. Uh. So come on, Lucy Fry, give her or better editing, come on. Ant-Man, which had a great opening weekend, actually has the biggest drop-off in a second weekend for a Marvel movie. So the ant was mighty until it was not. I still have not seen that movie, really have no desire to. I'll see it when it comes out on streamer. Hopefully they don't cancel it before then. So, uh, Disney is kissing the butt of Johnny Depp. They want him back as Jack Sparrow. Bruckheimer was recently quoted as saying, Johnny Depp is just so good at what he does. He's such a caring individual, someone you can rely on. And he basically said, hey, look, we all go through tough times in life. He can recover. He will recover. He has recovered. Johnny Depp was quoted famously as saying, if it was $300 million dollars, and like a hundred alpacas, he still wouldn't go back to that franchise. He felt betrayed by them. He felt like when his life was in the mud and Amber Heard was dragging his name and saying all these horrible things about him, he didn't feel they had his back. And so he's like, look, I'm not doing it. But come on, Johnny, we want you to do it. Make up with Disney. Take the $300 million, take the alpacas and do it. Come on, Bruckheimer's kissing your butt. You know, stick that booty out. Let him kiss it, kiss it, kiss it, and give us more Jack Sparrow. We'd love to see you again. And um, I don't know, what do you guys, do you think Johnny's going to do it? Is he going to cave to Disney? Let us know. If you're a Stranger Things fan, the producer is making a movie. Are you ready? Are you ready for it? A horror film about killer gnomes. That's right, those little gnomes you see in your garden. These things are coming to life, and they're murdering you in your sleep. Or when you're awake, you could be gardening, you know? And, and the next thing you know... You know, you're, you're, you're watering your tulips, and then some gnome is, like, coming at you with a knife. And you're going to be like, I didn't gnome, you were behind me. All right, all right, I told you, I got bad jokes sometimes. But yeah, guys, that's the latest in movie news. But yeah, guys, that's the latest in movie news. Look over your shoulder, watch out, it's dangerous out there. There's cocaine bears, there's alligators on meth, and there's killer gnomes trying to get you. Tune in next time to the Let's Talk Movies podcast for more movie news and conversations about movies. I'm your host, Brian Drolet. Be sure to like, subscribe, comment uh, to the Up On Game Network. Thanks for watching. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. 
the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes Film.com to get tickets now. When the time comes to plan your next big getaway, know we got a destination idea for you. Orlando. Just think about it. The thrills at their 15 world-class theme parks, followed by awesome outdoor adventures, amazing food festivals, and top-notch dining spots. Orlando has all that and much more than you'd expect. In Orlando, anything is possible if you can imagine it. Plan your escape today and save at visitorlando.com. That's visitorlando.com for everything you need for an amazing getaway.